Yes. Mm. Man, that's so good. So delicious. Well, it's Friday night. We got the swing music on. Mm-hmm. We got the May Day. We got these mics out, so you know what that means. Oh, yeah. Speaking of swinging May Day, swinging some heavy mm-hmm. hammers. That's what happens every Friday night. Me and Chris put on, put on the swing music and we swing. Yep. Mm-hmm. No girls, just me and Chris swinging. Yep. Just gross. It's gross. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> whole thing's gross. <laughs> so who are we here with again? What's I forgot your names. Well, we should probably... Um, st- what's, I'm what's Paul. 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 <laughs> I'm uh, Jerungramanth. He's dandy. <laughs> oh, you're going to make me have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Greg. And I'm Chris. We've got, uh, we've got uh, a good band on tonight. They're not they're not swinging per se. They're uh, they're kicking all the swing. Hey, you never know, man. You never know. Together. All right. No, I know the band. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, <laughs> you take that out, coalesce, cogitate, cavort <laughs> with us. This is Share Your Buzz, episode 131. Yeah. My name is Tony. Chris is here. Yeah. We got some friends in the house who you just heard from. Uh, we'll get to them in one second. But Sorry, before we get started. On, bring it. I'm just excited to have you guys on. Exactly. Too. Exactly. Happy to be I'm here. Just Hell yeah, dude. In there. But we want to make sure before we jump into the show sure. that we tell you guys that tonight's show is brought to you by our Ozzy and our friends at Mayday Brewery. What up? 521 Old Salem Road in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and all over Nashville in all the bars. Uh, and if it's not in a bar, then the only way you get it is ask for it. But it's all over the east side on tap, and it's all over. In, it's in cans downtown. Like, I saw it in uh, what uh, Whiskey Bent. Um, you were... Someone was just telling me that it was in what Hard Rock. Hard or? Rock. Mm-hmm. So indeed. Um, yeah. So ask for it, love it, drink it. He's got a bunch of stuff coming up. Actually, he's about to. You know, if I was really professional, I would have the um, the press release opened before I started the commercial. Yeah. But you know, this is share your buzz. So. Well, what? when you have those other uh, uh, websites on your phone that slow it down so much, you know, you just got to prepare. Indeed. <laughs> and more importantly, gotta, to our sponsor, Mayday is deep, gotta, deep within our souls. I gotta close out all these um, incognito tabs first before I can get to the <laughs> Why is the glass on the table getting hot? I've never seen a cell phone do that. Saturday, June twenty third, guys. Right. It's uh, he's doubling his taps. He's going from twelve to twenty four. Boom. And uh. All, you might be thinking, how many fucking beers does this dude have? But he's going to be doing all kinds of small batches on top of his, uh, you know, the blonde, the redhead. Um, Inner Sanctum is going to be the next one to come out in cans. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me a little bit about the artwork for that. Uh, same dude is doing it that did the other two cans, so it's going to have that Mayday feel to it. Um, you know, all his beer, of course, is delicious. It's got that that uh, modern craft beer thing to it where if you want, like, if you want a, a, a session drinkable beer, you go with the Bora Blonde or the... The redhead, but he's also got those high gravities, and when that inner sanctum comes out, that's going to be a little bit more for those guys that are into that. So, and if you really want to get it, you go to the br- the brewery. The brewery. Why is that so hard for me to say today? Brewery. You go to the tap room. The brewery. brewery. Go down to brewery. And you uh, yeah. you get a little bit of that silk mill, man, or that uh, what's the other one? What's the one that you always get? What's that? I like the evil octopus. That's the one. That's the yeah. India black ale. I've yeah. had that. I have had that. I don't have much to say about that because I really honestly don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. It was probably after a number of other beers. <laughs> I'm sure. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. on Saturday, June 23rd, when he does his big tap release, he's going to have a bunch of small batches. He's going to have uh, the My Roots curbside that 
uh, that food truck that's out there all the time, which I'm fucking in love with because they do a jerk chicken uh, slider, Hell yes which is they like, do. Hell yes yeah, they do. yeah. That shit is good. You could put jerk seasoning on anything and mm. fucking it's jerk. Accurate, but it's delicious. Yeah. And they make a mean quesadilla. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's and a it jerk w- even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably oh, get sorry. a jerk. Pun time. <laughs> pun, pun time. Pun. Pun. And uh, an oral fixation will be out there doing karaoke. So nice. Uh, just leave it to Ozzy to hire some a band or a, a crew called Oral Fixation. It sounds like something. <coughs> pretty pretty interesting. Where's the set again? I want to go. Five twenty one Old Salem Road in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Oop. Um, yeah, Mayday Five Brewery. minutes from my house. I'm there. Yeah. So I'll be out there for that, man. And uh, I mean, I, I just want to see what he's gonna put on these other t- these other twelve taps. So if you live five minutes away, I might be crashing on your couch. Yeah, it's yeah, easy uh, not drive home yep. with a, with yeah, a beer drunk. And he's also going to start doing uh, crowlers as well. You can also already go in there and get the growler, you know, the jug of fun that he always calls it. But you can start getting crowlers to take home with you too, um, big old cans, which you know what's going to come next. I happen to collect koozies, so you know if you're going to get crowlers, you got to get big-ass Mayday crowler koozies made oh, up yeah. too. So. And then but wear them as hats when you get drunk. We talk, is a crowler like, was it like a 40 or something? I'm not sure what it is. Maybe? Is it like a... Hold on, it's right here, actually. Yeah. But a bing, bang, bang. Bing, bang, bang, bing. 32 ounces of beer. Okay. 32 ounces of crowlers. And on top of all that, the, the reason... Pint. The reason why he's even, you know, this happens to fall on the 23rd is because it happens to be Kelsey, his the head brewer, who also is his daughter's birthday. Nice. So, and uh, you guys might have seen her on the cover of Nash, was it Tennessee Craft Brewed, Craft Beer Magazine, I think it was last month. I had it right here in front of me last week. And uh, they were on the cover. Mayday was featured in that. So she was one of those beer stresses on mm-hmm. the cover. So a good word, beer stress. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yes, man. So, yeah, man. So it's always a good time out there at the brewery. Ozzy knows how to throw a party. If you've ever been to any of his other events, I mean, we've been to a ton of them ourselves. I went to New Year's. Uh, uh, Halloween, mm-hmm. he's just anything. He does. In fact, uh, they done George yet? Cause really Hot Chicken and it. George is coming up. Yeah, I kind of want to do up. that one. Yep. Hell yeah, I'm with it. So thank you, Ozzy, for sponsoring the show with this delicious Mayday beer. We love you, man. And for uh, fueling it. Ozzy also came out to watch uh, my girlfriend Faith play some blues rock music the other night at Gordon's. So thanks and for that was supporting. That fantastic brother. show. Congratulations. So yeah, Faith. so you see how it works, man. You support each other. Hell yeah. Everybody comes up together. That's there the you go. This business. That's what it's all, all about, businesses. man. That's what it's all about. All right. So, commercials are done. Let's get to you guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Hey, thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Hey, how, was, how was it mid-buying? I like how it was, uh, okay. we've been doing the show for exactly seven minutes, and Chris already had to go get another six-pack of Mayday. Well, yes. What we so called really is preparedness. Like what, exactly. what better? I hear what, the cans getting low over there. What better <laughs> way to... Uh, to, to be able to advertise for it There's than too much to be sloshing. drinking enough of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, all of the people that listen, they have to just measure the slur. They're like, he went from a three already to a seven. How much of that was really a bonix? How much of that was Mayday? But he pulled <laughs> it off. Either way it goes, that's damn good promotion. There you go. Now, if somebody stabs me, blame Mayday. <laughs> just in this, in uh-huh. this session. Outside of this building, y'all are not liable. Okay, neither is only Mayday. this session. So, <laughs> so do you get gangster when you, when you get drunk? Me personally, yeah. Not Are you talking about getting stabbed from him? Is this what you're talking? Just about? Just in general. I mean, like, general. I mean, I've known you for a while. You could have animosity built up. Just general years stabbing. Ago. You're like, you know, it you depends. Never really on, did anything I don't to think me, you but, and I have ever mm. crossed. 
But but I don't know you. Like PTSD <laughs> is a real thing, bro. It's 2018. Everybody. Oh, you stressed. said PTSD. No, I said it now, but it makes sense. Oh, f- yeah. just okay. a. You know, just right. need to be a, just a general stabbing, and you know, general right. overall I mean, stabbing. Nobody wants to get stabbed. I bet that shit. Like I think, I, I think a lot of people get fairly gangster in a broad sense when they're drunk because you know, gangster is all about not giving a fuck, right? So, yep. Greg is oh. poetic. Can you I cuss on this show? Oh yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, you can. I'm covering my mouth. Like, We've been on the, sh- the on the ocean, <laughs> on the sea so long. We're dirty sailors. There it is. Oh, there yeah. it is. Now, Greg yeah. is the it's exact the opposite of gangster when he drinks. I've known him for like 16 years. So the way it works is we'll be in a bar. I'm, I'm married and with kids and stuff now. So this is back in the day when I was your age. But Greg would be the dude in the bar being philosophical, talking to somebody. be like, no, you just don't understand exactly what the understanding's about. It's, it's deeper than that. And I'm the dude in the corner like, yo. If I got to cut somebody, I'm going to cut somebody. I'm just watching the room. So it was a good little... Somebody's getting their ears sliced off. <laughs> yeah. Until the slap game happened. And I'm not going to talk about the slap game. It's, I think it's copywritten. It's, uh, yeah, it's protected. Yeah, probably about, probably about 2006. <laughs> yeah. You guys would just... How's that work? No, I wasn't uh, involved in it. I'm not okay with the man slap me in the face. I mean, but yeah. it more was, or less, it's a... Uh, yeah, it's kind of a... that that It's a bit machismo, but... <laughs> We got, you know, we got into the thing of the bar where we would just kind of out of nowhere slap each other. Just, you know, no no close fist or anything. Shout out just, Jason Schaefer. Yeah, Jason Schaefer, Nick Hudson. Oop, oop. Sounds yeah. ridiculous and horrible. I would yeah. not want to be drunk. But you had to, the thing is you had to get yourself in the game. You couldn't, like, somebody couldn't bring you in. You had to be, like, you had to agree. Like, you had to bring yourself into the game by smacking somebody who was already in the game. That's the way you're in. Mm. But nobody would, you, nobody, you were off limits unless you decided to bring yourself into the game. Let me, let me go ahead and say this. Once right you're now, in the game... There's it a could dude, get pretty harsh. There's a dude sitting beside his girlfriend right now. I don't care where you're at. And he just turned to her and he said, baby, those guys are irresponsible. And it just sounds stupid to me. He is a fucking liar. That dude was the dude that was scared to be in a slap game, standing on the side, drinking like club soda, like, I'm wasted. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on because he didn't have the courage. So your boyfriend is an asshole. However... <laughs> He even knows about the slap game. I've been to like 15 different bars all around the place, and I've seen like versions of the slap game or some dumb shit. So oh, it's it exists. Just, I think it exists a in a lot of in, in most yeah in most dude crews where the you know yeah. like when you're around your dudes, there's a little more like you know obviously there's a little more testosterone I guess in the air. Sure. But yeah, I don't know. It was this thing we would be out at the bar, and if you were in the game, you're in the game. If you're in the room with the people, it would just well, it, it could being, happen. I've never been like fifth, six, seven, oh, maybe like. On into high school, like ninth grade, doing open chest and shit like oh, yeah, that. Yeah. But right, I don't it's just the alcoholic really version of that. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. going from Uno to Cards Against well, Humanity. I mean, in my late teens, <laughs> we would have like wrestling matches in the backyard and shit, and pretty much beat the shit out of each other. But right. But we never did it in public. Like, yeah, I could imagine. Like, it was never like. That's the thing. It sounds a little more dramatic like, than it was. It was never like. Is it a good smack? Is it like one of those? Ones it could you be. Could, it you could, could be. possibly knock someone out. Ah, uh, not like that. Like it's not like haul back. Right? It's not yeah. like it, with any intention of like causing a mark or anything. Really, it was just kind of like more humiliation. You know, it was oh, just more like trying to hit on a girl. You know, you're like, Psh. yeah, like, that, yeah, that could happen. Yeah, you know, if you're like you're macking on somebody, somebody just walks up. It's like, you know, you're in the game, you know, like yeah. you got to expect it to happen. But And then there was different versions of the shit that went down. So you weren't just black and white, A, B, one, two, three. Like my man, Ryan Horde, RIP, love you, little bro. He would be the one that would go into the bar while two people was just talking and just reach up under him. And then you got them both confused. Like, what's he doing? And hit him with the frog flip. Just frog flip. flip the fingers up, bust him oh. in the jaw. Like, oh. Or you reach across, but your soul just hurts. See, that all seems horrible to me. I'm not into any of that shit. Yeah, just messing with him. Yeah, the button hook, the frog flip. It's got a lot of names. Now, to all of my children, to all of my children, daddy's joking. Daddy's joking. Except for the ones that know better. How old are your kids right there? Well, my son is seven, and I've got two stepsons, a little bit older. You're oldest, but... 
Back when I was your age, Christopher, with you your know, beard. I just think it's funny because I'm probably older than you, but it's like I never did the marriage and kids thing, and it's just amazing when my friends, and, you know, they're all grown up. Dude, yeah. I'm, did I'm, not, I never grew up. I'm one of few among my friends who have not done one of the, you know, at least one or the other, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, 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 Congra- no. I mean, I'm I, happy I, I've kind of figured this out. So like, you Chris got- talks, I'm sorry, Chris talks about getting married like it's a, like he's in, in, introducing his mom to a, a gay friend. He's like, look, it's, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, but I knew him back in high school. And back in high school, he was just one of those kind of like, just quiet to himself. Like he wasn't, he wasn't in the hallways of the school going quite now outside of school. I'm not going to speak on his business, but I mean, while he was in school, he was one of those real well-maintained dudes. So I've noticed with dudes like that in general, some, not all. Are, are real like you know I'm not in a hurry I'm not in a hurry see I'm the exact opposite I was an asshole like I was ridiculous through my youth and then I started hitting purity and I, uh, uh, um, uh, I was a puberty bit of a punk and every ass too though sometimes. yeah but you was like you was I do you was nice about it I mean there was some other there was some other dudes like some punk asses you was nice about it though not punk asses in like a sissy I mean punk ass like an asshole you know yeah 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 yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well speaking of sissy though there's that and you guys were talking about that the bar games the one I never got. Was the uh, you know the back the, the backhand on on the dick, you know the yeah no so we go around Tammy tap yeah Tammy tap I'm not the worst dude yeah, because yeah, it's almost right like now. it's almost like you want to show your testosterone but you're also hitting another man's dick so <laughs> right. it's like so it's like it equals <laughs> them out it's you like gotta, it's, here's the deal you, it's got to be the right situation you don't do it all the time you know just to yeah. Like, do yeah, it yeah if you're doing it too much you're like okay I don't think I want to hang out with you anymore dude because this is gonna happen and it's a reflex at this point or like if you're sitting down one of your buddies kind of walks up and he's standing you know you're like oh shit this motherfucker's oh it's about to happen dude yeah like why would you ever put your hand on my shoulder Why like that. Why would you put your dick that close to my face? It's going out. Now I'm hearing, I'm hearing everything I said a while ago about the slap game, and I'm looking at y'all, y'all looking at me like, this guy's a fucking asshole. And now we're slapping dicks. Now, we're not slapping hey, dicks. I'm shouting out to Jerry Darnell on that. Jerry Darnell was the Jimmy Tap. He was the Jimmy Tapper. The visual I get in my head, I'm one of those cut all the fat off. Right in the middle of it, I look at it and I go, okay, what was the circumstance? If I'm explaining it to somebody, which is usually my wife, like, all right, I didn't go to jail, but it was fucking close. All right, so here's the situation. There was a situation where I chose to slap another man's dick. If you really cut all the details away, now it's fucking disturbing. It's really disturbing. Now you're questioning, who are you? Why am I here? Why are any of us here? Maybe I, I should think I about think why a lot, here. I think there's a lot of men that probably love smacking other Smacking dicks. Dick. Oh, I, didn't say, I didn't say it was a bad thing. I was saying it was just an observation. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But it's totally a bro okay, thing, because I don't think gay dudes are going around slapping each other's dicks. It's, it's totally a bro uh, thing. Yeah, too. It's definitely a bro thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think in its own small yeah. way, it is a little bit like a I bet a, they smack dicks all the time. I bet they do. Oh, well, you know, yeah, yeah probably. I bet. I bet there's a, a smack. I feel like it's almost kind of like, you know, the way the way girls hey, can like you, grab each other's tits, you know? When like, you're talking about smacking dicks, don't say in its own small way. <laughs> <laughs> it's never good to associate these things. <laughs> That's uh, one of those instances later where Tony's gonna go back and he's gonna edit in some like crowd cheers and he's gonna be like, I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it I wasn't know. that funny, it would be, Tony. It would be great to have the button on tap. <sighs> like, oh, I why did you get a soundboard? I do want a soundboard, man. Uh. We want a soundboard. You know, we were talking before the show. Uh, me and Chris were talking, uh, and then me and the guest Chris were talking about maybe doing live stuff. And me and me and my. Chris, Chris have talked about this a lot before. I'm a little apprehensive about it because I, I like being too. able to edit the show to some degree. But it would be like if we were to ever go live, I would def- we would definitely need a soundboard because we want to be able to put the intro and outro in. And oh, think yeah. about this, dude. When we take breaks, sometimes we're on break for like a half hour. We need to fill the space with something if we're live, like music uh, or something, or or we just 
Facebook, or, or maybe we make that like a. If you want to, we leave, we cut the audio off, and if you're, you only get the, the break, audio if you're, a subscriber. Like maybe you pay like a, a couple of bucks a month to get the yeah. audio. So I don't know something. I like feel like between the scenes kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. That's so what people want though, man. Like it would that's be interesting because that's the way. We could they want to get as involved and close as they can. Sorry. I, I think it would be cool. Sorry, I know I'm cutting you off actually. That's no, all, no, all good. I was thinking <laughs> it would be cool to have a band on and like, you know, do a few, you know, like 15, 20 minutes and then like they instantly, without cutting away, just, to, you know, get on, get on, you know, talk about the song you're about to play, you know what I'm saying? And then just fucking bang that shit, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Come right back, you know? Well, this can be that guinea pig episode. Whatever y'all put Let's up on next it. Friday. Speaking of next Friday, because we're at that point where I'm going to predict the future. So we're doing the podcast this Friday, and Tony's going to listen to it, and he's going to put it out next Friday, and he's going to be like, I'm going to put sex appeal on it, and no one can tell me different. And that's cool. But what will have already happened is going to blow your fucking minds. You're going to be sitting there with your dad after Father's Day, like, sorry, I missed Father's Day. I was an asshole. My girlfriend was being a jerk to me. And then you're going to hear this interview, and you're going to be like, what the fuck are they talking about? This awesome show. Just know that the Sunday before you heard this, shit, it was like, I don't want to say forceful anal sex because both parties were definitely into it, but holy shit, you just missed the show, man. Oh, yeah, the show, we haven't even done it yet, and that's why it's fucking genius. You're comparing the amazingness of anal sex. I'm calling it. Yeah, point of the stand. So, to how badass the show is going to be, because we haven't be. played the show, it's going to be Sunday, and then they're going to hear this on Friday. Nice. But I'm calling it right now, they're going to yeah. be like, fuck, maybe I should listen to him in my yeah. mind? Yes. Think about that shit. We so actually changed you. All right, so where are you guys playing next to that? We should have uh, planned this a little bit better if I knew your show was going to come out. Bro, <laughs> hey, look, this this right here, this, this is how I love to do shit, like just off the cuff. Mm-hmm. This is like me grabbing Chris, giving him a lift home, and then he being like, yo, let's do a show. I'm like, okay, cool, let's do a show. Boom, done. That's beautiful. So, it does time out for us to talk about uh, uh, Bucket Fest we're doing with Sam Welch. Dude is doing 30, 33 bands um, this right outside of Nashville. Uh, I'll post a link of this. Uh, we'll start promoting it the day that this uh, podcast comes out. Well, so we'll start promoting Friday. But Is this but, the first one? Yeah, Bucket List Fest. But, dude, Sam has been promoting shows throughout Nashville for a long time. I've known dude working in the scene for easily 15, 16 years. So when he tells me he's got 33 bands and he's got some ideas put together, I am stoked about it. So we'll definitely probably approach you guys, you know, talking to Sam when, about it. When is see. that? Oh, yeah. It's uh, September 7th, 8th, and 9th, and it's going to be right outside of Nashville, and it's going to be a full-on festival you know setup. the location? Is it like a... I, I'll, I'll be able to tag it all, it's at the same time. It's just going to be some random field I didn't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, no, show up. No, he's got some... He's generators got some, and go. He's I mean, got I, a vision. I've been to some really vision. good parties in random fields. Bro, right? Or is it a kid? Well, when he, when he was, if he had told me it was going to be a big Friday night in the field, I'd be like, all right, somebody's going to get drunk, somebody's going to get pregnant, somebody's going to come up missing, and it might all be the same person. No, just get to, <laughs> hey, all you yeah. need, just get them some fencing, some food trucks, hire some security, Hell yeah. some bands, baby. Or just get your friends and be like, hey, if some shit goes we down. A, we got an yeah. APB on a missing drunk just get the hills uh, pregnant person. There, they'll throw, they'll They're not even missing security. yet. Shit's just getting real. May I yeah. last one? Is that of course. Of course, darling. You're a guest on the show. You can Not to totally change like. change directions, but that is a great fucking book. I don't know if uh, any of your listeners have ever read Hell's, Lang- Hell's Angels by Hunter S. Thompson or anything by Hunter S. Thompson, but I have read much great book. Thompson, but I actually have not read that. I haven't read that one either. Actually. Yeah, it's a killer book. He just basically like he you know like he does. He wouldn't basically embedded himself with yeah. the Hell's Angels. You know, like oh, I do remember hearing about watching that in a documentary, but I never should have never read that. Wait a minute. Book. 
Tom Wolfe. Is it Tom Wolfe? I think it might be Tom Wolfe that I'm thinking of. No, I thought uh, didn't Hunter, Hunter wrote a lot about the Hell's Angels, Angels, but I think the actual book is by Tom. No, Wolf, it's Hunter. In which Thompson. case, Hunter S. Thompson wrote Hell's Angels. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that for a fact. I just never read the book. Yeah. I'm a big like, fan. Wait, I'm like, where the fuck did Tom Wolfe like, come into this shit? Right? No, he wrote about Hell's Angels too. Because I remember they, but not like they, Hunter. They were like yes. close to killing that motherfucker. Like, so I just, um, one of my favorite uh, Kerouac it. books, uh, probably my favorite Kerouac book, is uh, On the Road, of course. Hmm? And sure. I was, I wanted to, I wa I was gonna order, the, I ordered the DVD because I wanted to watch the movie, and you know, just I like to do that after I read a book that I really like a few times. I want to see what the movie, ad what the adaptation is. I do that a lot with um, Hemingway novels. Like I know it's never gonna be like the book, but I, I want to see what the film. And vice versa at times, I totally yeah. I like seeing the, how the, the director's vision of how he adapts it to film. So, but I ordered the DVD and I was all excited about it. Me and my girlfriend do movie night on, on Sunday nights and I got, yeah. I got this movie and we were like, we got food, we made burgers and fries and popcorn and we were gonna watch this movie. And I go to put it in, turns out I ordered it from the UK and their DVDs don't play on American oh, DVDs. Yeah, shit. yeah. So uh, it's like uh, the US, Canada, like North America and Asia are like on the same frequency or it's the same codes mm -hmm. but uh europe for some reason has their own codes that they burn um data on yeah. for di for discs so they don't play an american on american uh, cds did you or you probably didn't but i tried I, I found that uh like playstations we'll play them okay that happened we were watching actually it was me and ryan over at the place r.i.p r.i.p uh, the place over on uh, in Douglas, yeah, we were in the basement and we were watching. We were trying to watch the DVD for uh, Live from Faraway's Tables, which is killer, uh -huh. amazing DVD. But we couldn't watch it. And I remember, and this was Ryan's favorite band. Ryan was our homie, yeah, our, he was our drummer. Brother. He was our drummer back in the day, and like just phenomenal drummer. But uh, yeah, he passed last year. But Sorry um, to hear that. yeah, so his. Just the biggest silver chair fan I've ever met, and yeah, we were trying to watch this, and he was heartbroken. We couldn't do we couldn't do it, and then we tried it on the PlayStation because for, for the same reason, it was Australian, I guess, and I guess Australia's the same way, yep. in some different code. But uh, don't yeah, they have, don't they have the British flag like in the corner of their flag? I think so. <laughs> no, no, I think they started off no, as like a British Australia. generous colony or they something, right? Have, like yeah. a penal colony. Yeah, Hold on a second, guys. They definitely have. Uh... <laughs> that was weird. I was uh, I thought we had a technical difficulty, but for some reason, the little waves weren't showing. What were you my saying, Oh yeah, well, uh, yeah, but we ended up putting it in the uh, PS4 or PS3 at the time, I guess, and uh, yeah, it worked, and it was nice. like, oh, brand new day. So yeah, if it ever happens again, by oh, chance, if you're watching a I DVD. Need to find hey, if anybody has an, uh, a PlayStation, they want to donate to the Sherry Buzz so I can watch this movie, <laughs> right? Dude, put it in your. Uh... I put it in the Xbox. It didn't work. Yeah. Well, if you yeah. guys, oh, are you go... tried the Xbox. Yeah. I was gonna say, I think Xbox might work too, but. If you uh, if you guys are gonna go to that Mayday thing, which I know you are, then you're more than welcome. I got a guest room. You're welcome to come by. We got a PS3 there. Come on through. Oh, we'll do uh, See what we can we'll do, do Mayday up. and then uh, movie uh, on the road watching party. Hell Oop. yeah, hell yeah. That's a depressing movie though. Great book. <laughs> I, I like Chris it. in the background. Like no, yes, but there's no hope. No, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking depressing. I would actually like to read the book sometime, but. I see the book didn't come across to me as depressing. It was me neither. And I've not seen the movie, but I mean, yeah, I mean, the book definitely had its 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 cynicism, but so went the the beat movement. You know, I mean, it was definitely Just, uh, definitely had that that cynicism about you know like the system and society and blah, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, which is well, see, they don't really get into something I've always identified with, of course. Though, but you know, what I'm saying like. Am I the only dude that like watches a movie that I know a famous book is based on, and then after watching that movie a couple times, like be a know-it-all, be like, all right. How could that shit really have happened if it was based on actual events? And then lie your dick off, be like, man, 
the book was so much better. Never read that fucking book. <laughs> I'm that dude. I'm like, yeah, man, that book. So I don't even want to talk about it right now, but the end of the book, much better. I've never read that shit. Oh, well, is, you know what really broke my there. heart? And it's hard to... Sometimes the shit will bite you in the ass. Well, it's hard to tell, uh, you know, especially... You know, with some of my favorite authors that that do shit like like a Hunter S. Thompson or a Kerouac or a Hemingway or a Bukowski, these guys who actually went out and lived shit they wrote about. Yeah. But what broke my heart a little bit was when I came to the realization that these guys are still writing fictional novels. It's literary fiction, so it takes place in the real world, but it's just it's dramatizations of shit that or exaggerated versions of things that happened to them. They might have changed some things around. They might have. It's it's t- it's. They still got to make a good story. Yeah. They still sure. got to make the audience want to read a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and they're about making money as an as an author. So it kind of like not everything you read that is a uh, autobiographical is actually autobiographical. Right. Like it's not right. all. It didn't actually really. They still got to make happen. it flow and give yeah. it their you know their spin if you will. Like on the road. A cynical tone on it I guess. But yeah. On the road, he used, a, you know, he didn't talk about it. It was, it was like semi-autobiographical fiction because a lot of the stuff that he did on the, in that book, but he used fictional characters, he used different names, different things like that. So it was, it kind of broke my heart a little bit because I was like living my life like right? I, th- oh, like, dude, like, yeah, like I, I thought that. they did. I was like, I well, that. I was like, all everybody I love does this crazy shit. Right? I, could, I, I need to do like, this. To uh, write about. Dude, who's the yeah. who's the 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 crazy dude in the book. I've, I can't remember his name, but uh, uh, he was a real person. But he was a real the, person. But in yeah, the, in the book, yeah, they gave him a separate. And Tom Wolfe wrote about him. Dean Moriarty. Electric, Dean Moriarty. Moriarty. Yeah, yeah. Tom yeah. Wolfe wrote about him in the electrical aid acid test too. I'm pretty sure, like the real guy, uh-huh. and then said it was based on you know, yeah, this was based on Kerouac's Yeah, Dean Moriarty and on the road, or his so. he was based on this guy, but yeah. um. Yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought on that. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, man, like, just, I, I feel you because, like, when I read On the Road, like, I knew what I was getting into because I'd known so much about the book because I didn't, I didn't read it till you know, I was probably, you know, 22, 23. I didn't read it in, like, high school or anything like that. Um, but when I read it, I kind of knew what I was getting into, and, like, it just kind of confirmed everything I thought the book was about, you know? And then, like, it was like, oh, dude, that's it right there. I mean, mm-hmm. like, that's that's me. That's what, that's, that's what I want. That's what I wish I could do, you know? It's just fucking... Pack up, get in a car, and go, and not but give a fuck. It's crazy, yeah. man, because you can't even really do that anymore. Like, even if you had the kind of life where you didn't give a fuck and you could do that with your life, it's called like, you rich can't parents. do that. You just exactly. you can't, though. Well, he was on the the GI Bill, or he got like he, he got money from being in the service, I think. I mean, you and can he do it broke, but you're just that's just more like homeless. It's gonna take you forever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I like, think that was the now point. It's, now it's basically the you know train people you see on the street that everyone just considers like yeah. every other homeless person and. A lot of people are out there by the, choice. You know? I don't know yeah. how much of it was autobiographical, but in the book, the character in the book was uh, had he was uh, he was he was in school, he was in college, and in in his time off, in his off sessions, he would just go jump on and cars and, and and trains and just go across the country just as an adventure. And he was getting money every couple of months from being in the service, like a. So I don't know how 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 much of that was real. And I but think, I mean, there's an enti- there's an entire culture of like. I mean, there was, an, there was, you know, back in, in that time, an entire culture of people who would do that, you know, just get odd jobs here and there, and you just can't really do that anymore. You can't just, like, travel across the country and be known, know that there are odd jobs available here and there for yeah. you, I guess. You know, get like, stabbed now. Yeah, that, I guess. And but, also, at the end of the book, I'm, I'm spoiler alert for On the Road, if you guys haven't read it out there, but at the end of the book, they go into Mexico just for the hell of it to go on an adventure. Like, you can't, nowadays, you can't just drive into, a Mex- into Mexico and go to a fucking brothel as, like, four white dudes in a car. Like, it's just not going to happen. yeah. Not in the places right across the border a yeah. lot of times, yeah. Dude, there's no way. If I'm not going to a resort in Mexico, I'm going to be sponsored by a legit Mexican dude. Like, have some Mex- like, 
I'm gonna travel with Mexican <laughs> right. people yeah, you're not right. that Solo. I know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> into. Dude, I wouldn't even do that in, <laughs> in Cuba. Which is, you know, like, don't yeah, eat that. Like, don't drink that. Yeah. <laughs> or I wouldn't even do that in be... in uh, in Miami, dude. Which is a uh, like. Yeah. I would like I wouldn't. Where the food is. Which is the rest of it, bro. Yeah, but it's a uh, it's it's in the states. It's in my home state of Florida. But I still wouldn't go to Miami without a Cuban buddy. And I I've never actually been to Miami. I mean, I've been there, but just it's to the leave. only place in America where you can get a legit Cuban sandwich. I don't give a fuck. Fuck yeah. anyone who says different. Holy shit! Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> if you eat a, a piece of key lime pie that's no, green, I've only you're ever had one yeah, Cuban sandwich fucking... in my entire life, and it was at Taste of Cuba here in Nashville, which is pretty fucking. They're, good. they're all right. They're all right. Pretty I'm good. Do, but they're not. But that's the only Cuban I've ever had yeah. in my life. Yeah. I had this one in the Tampa airport actually, and it was at like this legit Cuban joint, you know. And it was pretty fucking good. I'll say that, but <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Never been to Miami. I mean, Rubens are great, but I've never like. I've never been like, oh my god, I have to have. You know, what I mean, I don't know. To yeah. me, it's like a fancy panini, mustard, meat, and toast. That's what it seems like in a lot of cases yeah. to me. No, offense. but that's because no, them, no I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> I probably haven't had the real thing. But you know food though, because you're. Well, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. You cook. I mean, that's. You're, well, being you're in really that industry, good. like, but see, but that's why when I see a brand new restaurant pop up, I'm not excited. I will. I will legitimately. I might ride past it if it's like really impressive, like uh, uh, Lyra over on East Nashville. My man Haran just opened that place up. It's a uh, Middle Eastern cuisine. Uh, that guy. It's Lebanese. It's traditional Lebanese. Mm-hmm. Um, it's brand new, and I can't wait to go try it. But there's some places like pizza. I'm a big pizza guy. Obviously, I'm a big guy. Pizza. So. There's a comma in there. Big pizza guy and big comma pizza you guy. You goddamn mm-hmm. right. So I'll go to a new pizza place and I'm not impressed because like they have like all amazing ingredients. Everything is fantastic, but they're cooking on these brand new ass stones. It's brand new. But you can go to New York and go to regular places. Even there's a couple like Manny's up on Fourth uh, and Fifth, the fucking arcade downtown Nashville. Oh yeah, yeah. House of pizza. pizza. So that's the same fucking mm. oven that that guy's had for like what probably 20, 30 years. Just yeah. same same stone, just sitting on. But you can taste that shit. You can mm-hmm. taste like the age and the. The, the history in it because it doesn't taste like this clean processed shit yeah. so when you taste it that's funny I hear people like pizza fanatics taste his shit and they're like they're like I don't know it just didn't taste right I'm like yeah you're not a real fanatic get the fuck out of my car how do I even know you <laughs> yeah. and they're, like, they're like oh such as I'm not gonna blaze like, anybody oh but you're going 50 miles an hour it's like get the fuck out of my yeah yeah <laughs> tuck and roll so you had the same pizza like the stone yeah, yeah I be, like, like I think dude may, Manny may have just uh, you know Manny and Joey Joey's house of pizza those cats are sure. all the same guy well not same company but same family yeah, but They're all uh, the same. Yeah, they've been, doing, they've been doing this shit for a long, long time. So, it, it, you know, you like go down to Cuba or you go down to fucking Miami and you go to get a Cuban sandwich. You're not getting this random street card. There might even be somebody who was in Miami. It's the ingredients that you've got right there beside you. It's not the shit that you're having to sort. If I if I order lobster from Maine, it's never going to be like lobster in Maine. Yeah. So you're down in Miami and you're getting this fucking beautiful pork on this almost day old bread, but this fresh ass, juicy ass pickle. There's something about the way cooked on the, 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 the ovens that they've been cooking, the grills they've been cooking on for mm-hmm. like 10, 15 years. And you can taste also, that shit. Don't slouch on the fact that Sounds good. to get something that, that right, is yeah. from a certain place in that place. It's also, I mean, food is a sensation. That's, it's a, it, when you get that, the, uh, the dopamine goes to your brain from eating oh, yeah. something. And it's, you get the, the smells and the scents and the atmosphere of where you're at contribute you're to at, that as absolutely, well. Absolutely, man. So when you're eating a Cuban sandwich and it's humid outside or you just came into the AC from the humidity and there's, <clears throat> you know, there's certain smells in the air down from certain plants that we don't have here, oh, there yeah. might be some music playing in the background that you don't usually hear. Like it adds to the fucking to the aura. You probably you're probably drinking a uh, you know maybe a, a a lighter like a beach beer that you wouldn't have here all the time or something like that. Maybe a, a beer they don't have around here. 
Yeah, the man. Environment, yeah. That's so, some Bourdain shit. I've done, Seriously. I've done, I've done fine dining for a Bourdain. long time. Yeah, R.I.P. Anthony yeah, Bourdain. Dude. Yep. That man was uh, one of my idols in the that. in the chef life. He was one of those guys, straight up. Much more than a chef. Much more say, than a he chef. He was way more than a chef. Dude. Oh yeah, man. He was, I he think was he was a cool storyteller first. He bridged gaps he that no chef. other human on this earth could bridge. But yeah. in that fine dining culture, cool, there there there's such a movement now to get past just cooking, mm-hmm. and that's why it's really exciting. Like I've worked with some innovators in town, and the way they think, the way they're creating these palettes now, it's just mind blowing. It's like they're 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 thinking about smell, they're thinking about texture, they're thinking about color, they're thinking about placement, they're thinking about pairings. And we've been doing that for a long time. But with the advancements that we're getting in there and, and just flavor and technique right now, it's just it's a great time to be alive as far as food is concerned. Oh yeah, I love all the stuff that is going on now. Now it, and you Everybody might know Nashville food is amazing. Indeed. And you but what about Here's the thing. I'm not a purist when it comes to many things. Uh, although here, well, actually, let me rephrase that. I'm a purist when, but I can also like let's take beer for example. I love a good ass craft beer. I'll drink, you know, I, I know what I like. Same thing with cigars. I could, I, I know what I like. Whiskey, but I'm also the kind of guy who says there's a place for a PBR yeah, or, absolutely. or a Bud Light. Absolutely, yeah, you know dude. What I'm saying? So, yeah. so it doesn't. That kind of stuff doesn't bother me. But you get those people out there that are like we, you know, in the food business. Oh well, this, these things aren't supposed to go together, or this. But man, it's but it's fucking delicious and it's new. Oh, but it's not pure. It's not how it goes. It's not how it's supposed to but be. Those are the assholes that complain about free meals. So fuck them, right? Fuck <laughs> them. Fuck all the way. Because I'm telling you right now, if I'm like, I could, I could, to a, to a certain limit. Okay, Tony, you call me up. Chris, you call me up. Greg, you weren't invited. We're like, man, we're gonna go get this steak. I'm so excited about a steak. You call me the day before, so I'm talking to my wife about. It. I'm going to bed like, oh man, god damn it, tomorrow I'm. Just, I don't even know what I'm going to get. I'm going to nine ounce. I'm going to seven ounce. Oh, I'm fucking breaking a sweat. I'm excited about it. Now we go out and Tony's like, bam, motherfucker. And he throws a Big Mac on the plate in front of me. I'm probably going to be like, fuck you, Tony, for a while. At least that meal. I'm going to eat the Big Mac. He's like, but I'm hungry. I'm going to eat the fucking Big Mac. Look at me. I'm going to eat the fucking Big Mac. But I'm going to think about that steak. And every time I see you, I'm going to be like, you know, and then you can, and, and like, I'm a, you could come at me with a steak the next time and be like, yeah, but it's late and I'm never gonna be satisfied. Now that I get, uh, yeah, that I get. And then for the rest of the time we know each other, my name is Little Mac. And fucking yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's you just, would, it's, it's snowballs. I would probably you know? just call you the Swiss, but I mean, you know what? <laughs> but, but I definitely get that. But the, the assholes are sitting there like they're like, I couldn't dare touch a steak with a PBR. Like, bitch, you don't deserve the steak. Okay, well, here, so here's this. So here's a little here's a little game then, and, and I'll. I think probably everybody in this room is, is progressive and, you know, stuff like that as far as, like, drinks in and, yeah, you know, yeah, everybody's, yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody wants uh, food or something like that. But there's got to be one thing, right, that you're like, no, 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 no. Like, what's the one thing? Like, for me, when it comes to my booze, I somewhere, even if it's delicious, in my head, if it's, like, a blended, like, I like scotch. But if it's, like, a blended scotch or a blended whiskey or a blended rum, I'm like, I just, I want the straight shit. I want it, like, so, but, so I'm a little bit hipstery about that. So is there anything for you guys that's, like, even though you're progressive in the, you kind of, there's like, there's that one thing that you're like, oh, I don't know, I can't, hmm. it just feels weird. Tuna, tuna, simple, simple. Look, I can, you, right now, a, a very comprehensive uh-uh. version of God, a very well mix of Mohammed, uh, Jesus, Buddha, all of them, just like the perfect, and we're all, see it, we're all accepting, and we accept it in our heart, we're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Now, that God says everyone has a test. If you want to come back to my holy kingdom, whatever that is for you in your mind right now, but you all have to go out and face your demon. And God threw me out on Pluto, and he said, all right, you can come back into these gates, but you got to eat this seared tuna. Fuck him. I got issues with that. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, anybody that would put tuna on me like that, I loathe tuna. It's like if, if my kid's life depended on me eating tuna, like, 
I don't, Marley, I love you, but I don't know. Tuna's oh. just terrible. See, I love terrible. tuna. So I love to throw that in his face tuna. whenever I can. I'm but down for some tuna. I kind of yeah, feel the same way about olives at the end of the day. Really? I, would, I just can't do olives, man. I've tried so hard so many times over the years. Like every, you know, every time I go over to my grandma's house and eat dinner when I was a kid, she had a tray in the center and it was celery, black olives, green olives. So I tried so many times, you know. All right, now we have. Can't some, do it. We all have. Can't things. do the olives. But okay, we went, we went. Mine. Yeah, we kind of went the other way with that. Yeah, like yeah, like not some, so, not. We all have things that we don't like. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. Is there, but is like, there something that you usually like, but there's a version of it that you're like, ah, I can't, yeah, yeah, yeah can't I know what that. mine is. Fucking toilet paper. Oh yes, sir. Right. I like the good. Right. Answer, good answer. Is it on the board? Good answer. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah, it's a good answer. Because man, you only got one ass, dude. Hey, you if we're playing Family Feud, then someone's got to touch my balls. Like in that, like someone's got to molest me. Like the old. Uh... What is it with you, motherfucker? <laughs> I don't even know how this happens to me. I'm always in a room with dudes being like, "Yo, grab my balls." Greg, do we not have a fucking publicist at this point? What are we doing as a band? All of a sudden, we're we're working on websites. We're working on shows. You guys are trying to be metal, on... dude. You don't yeah. need to be grabbing folks' balls, man. Yeah, but fuck, bro. Hey, like, you know what? I was trying to make a reference to the uh, the Family Feud guy who kept on molesting the women on the show. You know, oh, uh, uh, yeah, like, what was yeah? You know yeah. The, the old host of the show. The old guy yeah, was. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. I, old should, school I has to used to know that guy. The old ass Family Feud. Now, like everybody's on Family. Everybody's been on Family Feud. Like that and the Price is Right. Everybody's been on this. They're I want to like, do the Price is Right, man. When I was a kid, I was and either be sick or skip yeah, school. I, I would go home and watch the daytime TV yes. with like my grandma and stuff. And it was yes. always like Price is Right, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, dude. I remember totally. when I was really little, it was the Price is Right, and then uh, Bob Ross came on to paint. Do you guys remember Bob. early mornings WGUN? Yes, uh, sir, I do. What show yes, am I talking sir, I about? Do. What you talking about? Bozo the fucking clown. Uh, you remember I that show? I, would, I didn't care about Bozo. I didn't. Yeah. See, I didn't really when know. I was I, a kid. I was like a little kid, dude. I wake up extra early, watch that shit. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It just kind of missed me. Like I, I totally knew of it, and to me, yeah. it was almost this kind of like it was stupid. It was like this morbid. It was like this fun. morbid otherworldly thing, in like a in like an evil clown sense almost. You I know, just it loved, was like because like, clowns never scared me. I know they scare people, but for me, I just he was kind of a little bit of an asshole. Right. Even as a kid, I think I kind of liked it because he was almost like a mean clown a little bit, like. A, <laughs> Like a drunk ass, like. Did that shape you growing up, man? Do you want to be a mean clown? I mean, that's the best (laughs) clown. Is the kind of mean mean drunk clown, you know. The roughest. Well, hey, everyone prefers the the Joker to the guy at the birthday party, you know. I realized I had anger issues on those uh, those morning uh, game shows. Like, for example, the first time I saw Price is Right, I knew that I was never going to be a regular ass dude because all these people they would always start with the 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 newest person and they'd go down and all have these really like thirteen seventy one. You know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna go. 11.15, 11.15, and there's always that motherfucker at the end. Oh, yeah. I'll take it uh, $1, please. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you, $1. You could even yeah, send right? 100 to give something, because it wasn't 99. You know, on, was play the game, man. Just play the game. Fuck out Right, play the game, man. I was saying, but that's the, that's the goddamn bonds of the stock world. Okay. Fuck I, I, I'll bet what, $1. What's his, what's his voice? Bob, what's his name? The host for that show. Uh, oh, the man. old school. For, uh, Bob Barker, right? Bob Barker, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the announcer. Bob Barker, no. I'm trying to think of his voice. The announcer was, like, come on down! Come on down. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all see that follow-up, the fucking Bob Barker, Adam Sandler? That, no. that trailer, like, they just did it, like, last year or this year. But it's like, Bob Barker is laying in the fucking hospital bed, you know, from, like, uh, Happy Sandler. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy Sandler. No, Fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah Happy Gilmore. Enough. And uh, Bob Barker's in the hospital bed. He's, he's dead or dying or whatever. Again, Adam Sandler's crying. He's like, <sighs> he says some insult. And then Bob Barker comes back to life and fucks him up. Man, it was fantastic. <laughs> what does that got to do with anything, Chris? I don't know. You know what? You know what has to do because from, I, I think I've decided what our next purchase is going to be for the show, man. We're instead of these mics, we're going to get those long, skinny, tiny ball mics that he holds, and we're just going to yeah, hold them. Yeah, dude. I love oh, that. Yes. 
It's like instant. Yeah. It's like there's something like straight like Vegas pimp about that. Yes. Like you gotta have the pinky ring if you hold that. Oh, yeah, see, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have, have the, yeah. the pinky ring if you hold that. Like. Fucking uh, a chalice. Yeah. Bro, I'll drop fifty. It's pounds. like I have six dudes that will fucking kill you right now. <laughs> I ain't even gotta move, bro. They got I'm gonna it. drop like fifty, no, sixty I gotta, pounds. I gotta make one I'm gonna wear like a gray ass three piece suit. Yep. I'm just gonna show up and hold the mic. Don't touch my. That's gonna be my job. But like, share your buzz. Not welcome. It's Chris Carpenter. Just holding the mic. Whatever. What is he saying? Nothing. He's just holding the fucking mic. I'm gonna wear a pimp ass gray piece. Like, don't fuck with my lovely ladies now. I won't even say that. I'm just gonna hold the mic. Yes, sir. Done. <laughs> It'd be fun to like, uh, you, know, you guys ever seen between between two ferns or whatever? Yeah, that guy, Zach Galifianakis. It'd be fun mm-hmm. to do some that kind of style shit where like, <laughs> like we film it. You, you're interviewing this band and like you ask a guy a question and he's like mid sentence and you move it over to the other guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just fuck with him like that. You know, like, or like Golden Child, bit with the Eddie Murphy. Remember when at the beginning of the movie he's sitting on the couch and the guy's like he's looking for the missing girl, like. This is such and such. That's fascinating. So how'd you get in this line of work? And he keeps cutting his ass off. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. to pull the Eddie Murphy and Golden Child. Better reference. I love that movie. That's a good one. That's a good one. Chris, are you wanting to uh, take a short yeah. break? Yeah. Before we go, though, coming to America, Golden Child, and uh, Trading Places. Not tra- Is that the right one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean... Th- uh, three uh, were with yeah. him and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, three of the best pick. movies oh, dude. of my childhood. <laughs> That and Ghostbusters. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. That was it. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, we'll be right back, guys. Uh, one more time, we got Chris and Greg from Man Behind the Curtain. Thanks for hanging out with us. Oop. Much love. We'll be back. Oh, welcome back. Everybody. What up? What up? Ladies and gentlemen, guys and frogs. Jazzy frogs. Jazz frogs. Jazzy frogs. Those old frogs are jazz. I was a frog. I'd be a jazz frog. Right? I have a little pimp stick. A little pimp stick to frog leg. Yeah, man. One of your frog legs got taken by a Frenchman, so you got to wear. Oh. You got a little. You got. What, what, it grow back. No, that's lizards. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't it be both? We just spread misinformation all day on this show. Welcome back to Share Your Buzz, everybody. Mm-hmm. Episode one hundred and thirty-one on this delightful Friday night in Nashville, Tennessee. So glad to have you guys yeah. listening. Uh, another shout out to our sponsor, Made a Brewery. We just got a. Yeah. I just got a picture on my phone from our buddy Tracy, who you've heard on the show. He does the. Uh, the segment that we call Ask a... He, actually, he does two segments. He did Ask a Black Man and Ask mm-hmm. a Gay Man. Yeah, he's got and, them both uh, locked. So, uh, yeah, so he just sent me a picture out there posing with Ozzy at the brewery. Yeah. So thank you uh, for supporting our sponsors. That's yeah, man, how that's they know that you uh, support us. That's how it works. Yeah, it does. And we all come up together. So thank you for that, Tracy. Shout out. And uh, shout out to our guest tonight, Man Behind the Curtain. Yeah. Hell yeah. Shout so out to Mayday for providing our dinner. Mm. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. Your liquid bread. You're welcome. Well, I know we're only going to be doing a, a, a very limited live video just because this is exclusive. You don't know how Tony and them get down. It's real shit. <laughs> so, oh, man, we've been promising fans for a long time, friends more so, some new shirts, limited edition uh, uh, June joints. going to be nice. We uh, presented this as gifts to our awesome and amazing host. Thank you guys Both so much. A fresh one. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Thank and you guys so much shirt. for these shirts. I love Appreciate your guys' logo, man. Yeah. I love it. You have, you have a very merchable logo. Yes, you do. That was a, that was a Greg Young thing right it's there. It's a nice shirt, too. It's like nice quality. It's legit. Yeah. I but think I we're, we're the only ones, Chris, that don't shirt. have shirts. 
We, we tell we're assholes for not having. We have shirts. no. We uh, our guests come on the show. They bring us <laughs> wait, these wait, fucking. Wait, 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 wait. Y'all don't have shirts. We don't have fucking. Give me shirts. that shit back. <laughs> Give me that shit. I don't trust the person. Our guests you come on the show. Shirts. You just don't like, have shirts of your own. People <laughs> come on the show. They give us beer and cigars and t-shirts Man. and and what do we we have? Oh, here, take a take a stinky Nothing. old sticker. Think of hey, crappy hey, hey, Tony, old Tony, you're selling yourself short. <laughs> character is what you're giving. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you're giving them character. That's so right. we're going to do a little shout-out real quick. Uh, the next, One of the next big things that we're going to be doing is going to be Bucket Blast Fest 2018. I'm not cool enough. Someone's going to straight read script. Nunley, Tennessee. I think it's about an hour outside of Nashville. Sam Welch is rocking a 30-band, uh, three-day festival. There's going to be uh, stand-up comedians, DJs, art, glass blowing, all kinds of awesome stuff. Uh, September 7th, 8th, and 9th. It's going to be pretty dope. We're actually uh, going to be that. We're playing the main stage. Uh, so mad love to Sam Welch. Uh, thank you for having us on that festival. Uh, while we got everything on here, mad love to uh, share your buzz. Thank you oh, for having us God. on here again. Thanks, uh, providing a, a place for our insanity. Um, We're glad to have your insanity. And hopefully by the time you see this, uh, you will have missed this. Well, live. Oh, time loop is about to happen. <laughs> So this bu- this uh, podcast is going to be broadcast next Friday, and we're doing it today, so there's a show in between. But we cover that in the audio. I can't get into no, it. No, do it live, man. It's live is live. Oh, okay. I got to yeah. fake it again? Go, go ahead, man. It's fine. Oh, good. You don't got to fake it live. Because I don't need this kind of pressure. It's, if, this is like the snaking its own tail of, of uh, recording of audio So for the, for the live... There's a show coming down this Sunday. It's going to be at the Cobra, Edge of Reality, Transit Method. It's going to be phenomenal. We're going to have merch for the first time, uh, shirts, uh, brand new stickers. And we owe a couple of people, a couple of fans have been coming out. If they can make it, we owe them some free shirts. And I passed that. Um, if you're hearing this audio-wise, look at what you missed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said the double dick in the butt. It's that what, what? bad. Or yeah. good. Why, why yeah. did it's 2018? Or no, the deep. What, was it asked, asked, I think I you compared really it to dry anal earlier. Dry anal, something well, like that. Well, if you miss it, that's that's how painful it would be. We didn't go to, to the DVDA route, and I got kids at this point, so I'm not even going to that. <laughs> Your kids are literally watching this right now. I they're... hope they are. I hope they're going like, thank God, I know what yes. not to do. Uh huh. Yeah. You're old. Hey, you're old, you're guys, old. to what not to do. Sure. Indeed. Here, here. Don't thank you, Mayday. Buzz. Don't don't come on this podcast. Thank you, Mayday. We're not good enough for you. No. No, but uh, we do thank on. you guys so much come for coming on, and hanging on. out with us. We are uh, blessed to have some some lovely guests on the show, and you guys uh, have been on the show before. If you guys are not aware of that, then we actually this is the first time y'all have been in the studio, but we, but we have had you on the show before. You guys can go look that episode up on our archives on the if shareyourbuzz.com. If you only listen on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, I mean we still love you. Like I know most of our downloads come from iTunes actually. So, uh, but if you want a little bit extra. I usually do like a blog post and uh, stuff for each episode. So if you go to shareyourbuzz.com, there's also a couple of solo podcasts I did on uh, my own little tab there. They're terrible. They are horrible. (laughs) There's pictures. You've got to hear how Uh, terrible. Go listen. (laughs) I think if any uh, our regular listeners are probably like, I think Chris secretly hates Tony. No, I I love this motherfucker. (laughs) But because I love him, I love to give him total shit. Exactly. It's, it's the fact, verbal dick slap. It's like girl, a, that's like a dude's way of flirting with his friend. You I think know what you I'm just saying? named like, this. I think you just but named like this in a hetero way. Right, right, totally, totally. totally. Verbal dick slap. The name of this episode is verbal dick slap. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Done. 
Audio cringe. I don't know if uh, iTunes will let us post dick slap on the... You know what? Fuck iTunes. I'm just playing. We love iTunes. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for selling our shit. We are, we're happy about that. By the way, on that note, man behind the thanking curtain... thanking you because you're the one making them... Yeah, fuck iTunes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's anyway. right. That makes you me feel happy. Uh, man behind shit. the curtain, we are available on iTunes. We are available on all of your platforms. Uh, you can if you if you're broke, that's cool. So are we go to Spotify, download our shit for free. We don't give a shit about your money, but 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 we do. So buy some. Okay. But get on there, get the album. Uh, uh, we're on Instagram, uh, mbtc. Uh, dot or yeah, MBTC, at MBTC band. At MBTC uh, band, I figure it. You out. know what? Can, can we stop plugging for a second? I want to say something. We still got a little time. I'm actually curious where the band's at right now. Like, what are you guys working on? I mean, you know, musically, you know what I'm saying? Because I was talking to Chris earlier, and he was saying something about changing the style, or writing the new materials. We're just trying to we're just trying to keep our minds open and expand a little bit. You know, I mean, like, I, I, our style doesn't necessarily get less aggressive. It's always going to be aggressive, but I mean, I think that it evolves. You know, yeah. I think it evolves away from the ideas that you know. You know, obviously, you know, we're we're not 20 years old anymore so i mean it's like how much of that aggression can you really convey and have it be real i, f- I feel like right. way too many bands fall into this you know certainly metal bands because this is you know kind of where it, yeah, a lot of it resides but like a lot of bands fall into this you know this kind of cycle where they have to keep outdoing themselves as far as heavy and as far as energy and as far as you know like and, and i feel like they can pigeon them hold themselves way too much into their own little box to the point that you know you're going to lose half of your fan base if you you know in some cases, even sing a note, you know, like sure. it has to be as yeah. hardcore as possible. It has to be as heavy as possible. Because most, a lot of metal fans are purist at heart. You know, they're like, it's right. like fetish almost in a yeah. way, you know, like how. Fuck metal fans. Yeah. I'm just playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chris is burning all bridges tonight. All bridges burning. Hey, yo, yo, I don't give a We don't, we don't want you to listen to our music. Fuck you. Usually I'm yeah. the one carrying the planks behind me trying to get motherfuckers connected. So if I burned it, it wasn't worth it. No, but I mean, we, we, you know, last time we were on here, we probably had, you know, a little bit of a talk about the conversation because this is kind of a thing with us. You know, we, we've always, you know, Chris and I have been playing together for a number of years. And, for you know, we, in the num- in, in, in a few, the few bands we've been in, we've always, you know, kind of run to the problem where we are, you know, too heavy for a lot of shows and not heavy enough for a lot of other shows, you know, and it's hard to find that good just in between, you know, where, yeah. you know, I think bands like the Deftones is probably my favorite band, you know, like, and the place where they reside, where, you know, it's, it's, it's melodic, but it's dark, you know, it's beautiful, but it's, you know, just massive and it's just yeah. stomping and it's, you yeah. know, it's, it's, yeah. It's it's extreme without having to be extreme all the damn time, you know. Sure. Like it really chases different extremes well, rather than just trying to go in one extreme. Like we were talking about some of the authors that you read, and I was curious, like how much of that comes out in your lyrics. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and it's I, like because you can be extreme, but really, if people are really listening, it's all about the lyrics, and like the lyrics can also convey an extreme message. You know yeah, what I'm absolutely, saying? Like, absolutely. So, like, I was just curious. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, for me, like, yeah, I think, I think, I mean. A lot of the authors that I've read over the years have absolutely, I mean, if, if, if not completely informed, you know, the way I write, then yeah. certainly in a big way. You know, obviously the musicians and the lyricists that I've that I've read, but... Um, I've seen you guys live, and, and you do do a, a bit more singing than... You said you know, do-do. You yeah, do-do. yeah, for sure, for sure. And I mean, it's good, because you have a great voice, and so it sounds great, but, you know, I'm just saying... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, you I know, think fuck that... The, fuck the people that hate... That hate on the melodic one, you know, you gotta have some million. Yeah, you gotta I mean, have some. It's you know, kind of the essence mean, of music like, at the end of the day for me. Right. You know, I mean, I I totally respect where any fan comes from, what they want to hear. You know, like if, yeah. if somebody wants to hear, because certainly I've had my phases in life where I want to hear nothing but the barkiest, heaviest thing, darkest, most 
get me in touch with every bit of Satan I could possibly find kind of shit, you know, like where it's just like, I want to go dark, dark, you know, but it doesn't, for me, it doesn't sustain me musically. I need more, you know, and, and I think yeah. that that more than anything is what has come out in my, in my writing. And I think in all of our writings individually and as a, as a group is that we, you know, to stick with one thing too much, it's going to get stale, you know, yeah. you're, whether it's going to get stale for you guys and for the fans. And for the fans. And, and, and yeah. if you look at the successful bands that we all like, that whatever genre that you're in, they they went through a phase where they left they, for a little bit and then went back or maybe came back a little bit. Absolutely. Like, you have to kind of go they through have that. have to evolve. Like anything. It's, yes. like, <laughs> it's like if you're writing a book or if you're in a relationship. You have to... You have to go here to remember what you start, how you started out. Exactly, like, and it. You guys ever well, notice? Because as as a music dork, I'm sorry, Chris. As a music dork, I've always noticed like when like when bands sort of change their style or they evolve, there's always these people that hate them and hate them for it, turn their back on them. But can you imagine like how fucking boring and like fade like fade out dimly they like a band would be if they just kept the same shit every single album exactly they would fade into oblivion yeah. and then they wouldn't be remembered as they were you yeah. know what i'm saying but exactly. because they evolved they challenged their listeners to fucking understand what they're talking you know what i'm saying yeah, like absolutely. that's yeah, the man. only way yeah. to like, maintain an audience madonna Fucking perfect you know what I'm saying? Prince, perfect they all fucking change their identities. And Madonna is a great evolved. example because she's a businesswoman before she's yeah. an artist, and she's said that evolve, from the beginning. Dude. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. knows what's up. You know, she knows yeah. she can't stay. Dude, I just went at the be- in the spring to see Jimmy Buffett, and he played the Margaritavilles and the fucking Pirates of Forty, but he also played a bunch of old shit off like his first couple albums. And I was at first it caught me off guard. I was like, that's weird for him to play. It. But then I remembered. It's like, oh, this these these songs that came out 30 years ago. He's he's bored with all the new shit. He wants to go back and play some shit he forgot about. Yep. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's new to him again. Yeah, yep. I, I, I bet he was disingenuous. When you when you have a band that can release four consecutive albums with four consecutive tones, you have, like he said, the most the recipe for the most stale shit ever. But but it's also a tall tale that it that it, it could be genuine past that point. For example, Greg said something important. That we as people we grow we 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 progress. So how is it that a person can grow and can progress and their music stays exactly the same? So when I hear that as a musician and that's what that's what changes my style or I would like to think makes what we do a little bit more unique is we'll go out and we'll listen to something, and I'm the kind of person that if I go to a live show and I hear the exact same song nine ten times at a slightly different speed but it's just the same formula over and over and over, for me it gets it's it's that's underwhelming. Like it's like okay cool. Song in but I've got that attention span, that old school attention span with music where, like, I remember a perfect example when I was a kid. I saw on VHS back when uh, when, when Yous was, like, this little. Was that analog magnetic tape? That's the one with the thing that you had to, you was got charged the, the dollar. Honey, was that the one, <laughs> It's the dollar twenty-five when you don't no. rewind it, charge. You're, Christopher, you're, you're not lying. listening. Well, that's why no. you you're the not listening, Christopher. Whatever. So. Whatever. I was watching Chris a Chris uh, Chris drama. Right, it's Chris off right now. Well, <laughs> my bad. How's your jeans? So, uh, oh, you trying to hate audio oh, jammy tap? With all the ski ski reference, it wasn't in the It's like I made these cuts myself. I didn't buy them like this. Shorts on. They didn't what? You know what? I think they didn't charge me extra because my shit was already pre-frayed. This shit happened because I wore them. These motherfuckers. This is life right here. You see my underwear in these motherfuckers. That's how gangster. Now what I'm saying is like I remember watching this VHS where Curtis Mayfield was getting down and it was an entire performance. It was about an hour and twenty minutes that the man played. 
And I remember the very beginning of it, it was soulful and it was gospel and it was gritty and it was phenomenal. I'm a metalhead at this point in time. I'm listening to Black Dolly and Murder. Thank you, Conrad. I'm listening to Cradle of Filth. I'm listening to I'm wanting to know how fucking fast you can go on all the things. I used to think death metal was this, uh, this amazing tour. It's like, see who can get there first. And go. Then those assholes but, started using but, those But then I saw, I saw this Curtis Mayfield performance on VHS right, right, one trigger, time. Trigger, trigger. Yeah. And Curtis trigger, had this ability yeah. in the beginning of the show to have everyone leaning forward watching what he was doing. They didn't give a fuck what he was saying. They were intrigued by that. And then there was this point where Curtis Mayfield would just bring his hand down and everybody in the crowd would just get quiet. And the tone of the room would go from 11 to 6 to 4 to 3. And he'd slap you in the face with that dick. That was a different video, but he was slapping. His he had that ability. Metaphorically speaking, but, but, yeah. But, but but bands yes. have lost that. Bands have lost that because they've got a fucking producer. Uh, I love our producer. Thank you, Rob. We appreciate you. They've got a fucking producer sitting somewhere in the middle of nowhere, going, "This is the sound you have to do. We need eight of these." It's like that. that you ever heard the what was it? Pink. The I'm not gonna write you a love song. The story behind that. Her producer comes story, in. It was, uh, it was Brandy Carlisle, right? Was it Brandy Carlisle? Yeah, Carly. Comes into the room and is like, "You gotta was write it? me a love song." And it was basically forced no. on, like, "This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do." And then it turned out she was like, "No, I'm not." And that became much more successful, most likely, than some average fucking love song. Oh uh, no, I want to remember who that was. Who's that? Uh, who's that girl? Uh, oh, she's awesome. Was that I, not Pink? No, it wasn't Pink. Fuck you, Greg. She's a newer artist. Really just faked it. It's all right. It's well, all right. No, oh, I'm, I'm trying about. to remember now. Well, while you think of that, I mean, you, you kind of get the same thing. Uh, how when you watch artists try to adapt and they do it poorly. Oh, that, yeah. That is a, like, you have to do your own thing. And not everybody's going to like it. And sometimes you hear a style of music that you want to imitate, but you just can't. Or like it or, or it doesn't fit you, whatever. And for, um, we see we saw that in the last, you know, five years with pop country music. Like, oh, yeah. there's, there are it's some. terrible now. There are some. Uh, I'm not gonna hate on what everybody's into. So there are some. Nice there are some artists that can do that style of music if that's what they do. But mm -hmm. when you hear some of the old school artists try to adapt and do oh, that style of music, oh, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like the worst. It's like when you see that guy out that's dressing like 20 years his his juniors. Like no, dude. It's like man, Bro, just don't. just do what you no. just don't. Yeah, be you, man. No, just, that's the that's the equivalent of like the really know. smart wise man listening to some new kid be like, this is how you're hip. No. It never works out. No. It never works out. It's like when Dress MC Hammer age. tried to go gangster, man. You just can't do it. Dress your age, but nice. Classy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can still be a rocker you mean the 16 Reverend years Hammer? old. <laughs> but just don't fuck. You know what I mean? I don't know. It, it well, Nashville, people. when I first moved here anyway, seven years ago, it was we went through that phase, and we're still... We, I think we're out of it. Um, maybe I just don't hang out those places anymore. But we, we were the, the uh, I think, the capital of uh per uh the per square inch of uh old guys wearing the uh the boots with the crosses on the toe and the affliction jeans oh, oh yeah. yeah there was a while there everybody that was hard every, time, everybody that bought was, their that's like oh five to like everybody bought their almost. their ball caps pre-frayed right, right? Uh, oh man uh country worst. world there's a lot of things that i want to apologize, apologize for <laughs> no fuck affliction yeah, right. Um, you should probably burn them. There's shots. a lot that we can I'm apologize. afraid there might be a listener or the two biggest that we know that <laughs> no, might have you know it. I'm sorry. Uh, like the <laughs> Affliction I, has contracts drawn up. They just haven't contacted you yet. We, no, no, that's okay. Think about the person that's wearing that shirt. Here's what you say to them. Be like, notice we didn't say fuck you. We said fuck Affliction. So you have that's the chance true. to grow yeah, out of it. You can yeah, take this fuck true. you off. Exactly. And throw it away. Look, I, you, you, you can make fun of me. I can't. Get taller or grow hair, but you could take that fucking shirt off. Yeah, like, that's, exactly. Like, yeah. if you're in your 40s and you know shit about the top 40 right now, I don't know you. I don't. The I don't only know. affliction is that that shirt is uh, way what? too small for you. I don't blame you. 
Yeah, man, that was just... that was definitely a thing for a while. It got it got real broy out there. It was like, ooh, man. It got chatty right. out there too. I can Extra media inflation. Like Nickelback for that shit. No, you yeah. can blame Sony for that. You can blame fucking. I'm gonna call a bunch of people out, but we want your endorsements. So just know that even if you endorse us, I don't give a shit. I think it was. I think Simple it was honestly put. one of those kind of negative well, side effects of, uh, of Ultimate Fighting. Like, I, think... okay. <laughs> I also want all the. I also want all you fans listening who are thinking I'm a dick right now for calling you out. Like I had multiple pairs of buckle jeans like i i wore that shit like, i never not, did i wasn't sh- I, I didn't wear the shiny bedazzled shirts or anything like that i'm cool than all you but i did wear i did wear uh did you know some boot cut buckle jeans with a pair of, of uh, western style boots and i did dress like a bit of an asshole in high school but once yeah, i you got were, out of high school <laughs> i was hardcore you're the hawaiian crazy. shorts guy really no i never wore no but i'm gonna call shorts. you out on that shit though did i no I don't remember wearing Hawaiian shorts. I did. That wear, was more like I can uh, see you in Hawaiian shorts. Really younger though, I had Jinkos. I think you could totally rock Hawaiian shorts. That was like a thing. Well, see, I've got this picture of fucking Chris on my head because you got to remember, like when I was in high school, did this I motherfucker wear... was rocking like one of my favorite bands because it was so. It was at a time where I didn't really think I liked Smashing Pumpkins. I, do remember I didn't those give a fuck. I know I you remember those shorts, oh, motherfucker. Shit. There are shorts. I know you remember you... <laughs> those things. So were awesome. It's a man. revelation. I'm sorry. Okay, tell me the story. So he was. He was. He was. He was. Okay. Jerry he was in a house. group. What's going on, guys? Silent movie gig. Silent movie gig. Hell yeah, Adam Crutchfield. I know you better be listening. He's to this listening. Shit. Hell yeah, he should be. He better. Or will be listening. He's been on the show. It's one of my best. But uh, but but these he's listening are... right now, wondering where the hell the show's at. <laughs> he's in the fucking bedroom, isn't he? This is ridiculous. But yeah, they Take were rocking that smash and fucking shit. So when I see you live, he'd be rocking the cargo shorts or some yes, shit like that. Kind of douchey. I'm not 90s. mad about it. No, 90s terrible. But you were nice about it. We though. weren't a rock. We weren't and roll a fucking roll, asshole. Though, you know? Chris is. I, I tell you what, I do. Uh, I mean, we're a rock and roll. You know, he gave we me weren't. a compliment earlier, and I'm gonna give him a compliment. I wish, like, I Chris has the kind of style that I wish I can pull off. Like he could just wear a pair of like camo cargo shorts and a like a a, a linen shirt buttoned down and look like he's and just not a, look like a total hobo. And look like yeah. he's on a fucking beach somewhere. Like just look like like <laughs> yeah. a total fucking 1940s expat. Just like yeah. he's like he just got done. He came out of the Air Force and just stayed in Hawaii. <laughs> Well, Tony, I appreciate that, and I'll tell you what it is. It's, uh, it's the broad shoulders and the beard. You can get away with it. I'm going to say it's the beard. I'm going to say the I'm just kidding. It's the evening beard. He got that Junior like Borland. No, this on. beard right now is insane. It is that Junior Borland, though. Junior That's Borland good. Yeah. Right there. It's getting long. Look, you know how I know when my beard is getting long? It starts getting curly. It starts yeah. waving. Like, you oh, look shit. like if Little Dicky was trying to be Al Borland for Halloween. You don't really know Lil Dicky. It's actually really good. I know. It's actually really good. Who's Lil Dicky? Google yourself, bro. Oh, yeah. Google yourself. <laughs> Mid 30s. Don't know who the fuck he is. Where am I in life? I'm Chris Hughes. Sorry. Yeah. Jesus. I'm trying to think what movie was that reference? No, not a movie. He's a he's a hip hop artist. He's, he's good. Little Dicky. Little Dicky. Yeah, dude. He's yeah, really good. He's a suburban little Jewish guy that's just fucking phenomenal. He's basically like, he started off as a joke, but he's so good, it's not a joke anymore. No, he's from Philly. Okay, because we used to have this Jewish rapper. Just make that guy you told me about. That guy you told me about. Yeah, we yeah. used to have a Jewish rapper. Well, oh, okay, never mind. Whatever. It was a different <laughs> Jewish. There's more but than not one Modest Yahoo. There's more than one. Jesus. You look like. Whatever happened to Modest Yahoo? I loved Modest Yahoo. They got so. shitty. They got really shitty. They got poppy. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I, like I, I heard a couple of poppy, got, poppy got, things. They got famous, but, and he wasn't modest. No. Those first yeah. two, the, he, like, not actually his first two. It, he didn't get good to his, like, a third or fourth album. That, that third or fourth album was at Live, and then he came out the one. The second album really was good. really good. That third, the like, second one? The third album was good, because the third shit was, I think the third or fourth. The third, was, the third one's good. The Live was good. That's I, the I one that got him on the radio and shit. The, the one, I only heard a, a, the, the first handful And then I heard this like uh, Sunshine Mike, single Or some shit yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like And I was just like Get the fuck out of here bro Chris 
I just yes. figured it out, man. Right now with that, because uh, you're wearing that button down with the, uh, what do you call those? Um, little soldier things. Yeah, little soldier. There's a name for them. They're like the, but you Some look. Captain Cross oh, Jr. They hold your spenders in. You look like a, uh, like a young Fidel. Fidel Castro? Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah, take it. Yeah, I'll take it. it. I like yeah. it. Actually, Boom, really get, it, get it, get it, get it. Why not? Get your oh, Fidel's on, bro. Oh, you're fucking, what the those fuck are my sandwich, man? Th- those things are now what the Fidel's. What the fuck is my sandwich, God damn man? it. Get your Fidel's on, bro. <laughs> and it's that gas station bootleg right. transition. Get your communism Fidel. on, boy. Nah, the Miss Tommy's don't hey, fuck them up. Hey, they clear it out. The Miss Tommy's don't fuck them up. Are these really Tommy? Yeah, it's not, get the fuck out. Look at me. I look blue like to you. <laughs> just, I didn't know he not made sunglasses. Forgive me, Christopher. <laughs> For your Tommy Hilfiger's. Tammy Huntfinger. Are you wearing them Tammies right there? Them fresh ass joints. Look at the Tammies. Got my uh, got my uh, my my promo. Hey, can I get a high five to gas station glasses? Gas station glasses. I'm not man. mad at it. I'm not mad at yeah, it. Yeah, dude. I ain't got oh, them, but I'm not mad at it. I've got I've got oh, oh, many a great pair of sunglasses at gas station. We actually had this show. Never wear uh, good glasses into the ocean. Let me tell you, because I've lost them. Oh no. Me and Chris have. I lost mine when we went to the beach. Yep. Remember? I Which I find kind of ironic. Cause I'm from the beach. And sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But like, yeah. they sell expensive ass like skate brand glasses, like you know, like electrics and you know, like all the surf brands. They got like the killer like. Is Alien still around? Best. Do they still? Like Alien Workshop? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I don't. I don't really. No. But yeah, they sell the most expensive glasses like in the world, and you're gonna get in the water. And Chris is of course, now they got wise to make it floatable. But Chris is like, they still have Billabong. Hell yeah! <laughs> he still makes swimming trunks. I'm old. I don't go. Where's hey, Pac Sun, bro? Me too, dude. I fucking love that shit. Yeah, Pac Sun got all high fashion. Pac-Sun, <laughs> you go in there now, and it's like the Gap. It's like what? Fuck Pac Sun. Is it really? Yeah, so they dude. quit, dude. They, they, they I mean, don't they still they, they, they still got some brands and stuff. But yeah, dude, I knew it was over when they started selling like Billabong and Massimo at fucking. Target. I was like, oh shit, these brands are now I'm old. I'm old. Yep. I'm old. It's, it's like over. when you saw Starter at Walmart. It's like, yeah, right? Yeah. It used to be the shit to get a Starter cat, dude. People used to get killed for those fucking I used to have to ask for a Starter hat for Christmas. That was like, yes. I, I couldn't just get one. I had to yeah. get one. I remember my mom finally bought me a Starter jacket. I was like, oh, God, big puppy? forever. I had one. Dude, I had the Bulls. The down Me too, dude. Yeah. Me too. Joe Bulls! Hot. Yep. Nice. Okay, we, we totally <laughs> missed it. Dude, and neither one of us from Chicago, but we still had the fucking Bulls. Because we were... Cause, <laughs> fucking Jordan, yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yourself. Dynamic. Go fuck yourself. What? Fuck yourself. You two are watching six rings in the Jordan era. Whew. Talk about Ooh, one ring to rule them all? God. No, fucking six rings <laughs> rule them all. I need I need more fingers. I did get to see <laughs> I did get to see the dream team in Atlanta. That's well, I got to see Jordan twice. I got to see oh, him God once, damn. like when he was when the Bulls played the Hawks in Atlanta, and I got to see the dream team in the '96 Olympics mm, when yeah. I was when I was a young nice. a young wee lad, and it was just a wee lad. It was pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty wee. It's pretty wee. <laughs> Michael Jordan was a uh, silent spot. He was a, a quiet partner in a uh, Napolitana pizza place. I worked at in town. I will not. Uh, Spread their name, but uh, yeah, that was interesting. It was uh, the Voldemort. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not promoting anybody. I'm done promoting food. Slice that. I'll promote Harant <laughs> over at Lyra now. Otherwise, because I just haven't, I haven't eaten there. He's a phenomenal chef, but uh, yeah, Michael Jordan's not who I thought he was. He was gonna be. It's heartbreaking. Well, but, I'm uh, just talking about his basketball skills. Like, we'll it. never meet your. It's 2018. Deal. It's gonna turn right. political. Bro. Everybody knows Jordan's fucked up. Political. He gambles. He fucking cheats on his wife. I mean, he's not the best guy. His dad well, got he's, murdered. Uh, one of the one, one of the biggest yeah. investors in privatized. Oh, I forgot about country. that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. He grew a Hitler mustache one time at a Hanes commercial. Yeah. Weird. Remember that shit? Yeah. That, like, that how, was weird. That was totally get, weird. How did he get away with that? Do you guys remember that time he made out with a dwarf? What's his a name? Dwarf from Star Trek, and they made like one mustache. Do you remember that? 
Yeah, man. What the fuck was? <laughs> I have a vague memory of that. I'm just. Like, I'm fucking shit. with it. That was like if you took Hitler's mustache and then wore from Star Trek. Yeah, but it's like it would an make actual like one stash. actual fucking Michael Lorne style. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Dude, where to go. Like, I don't know where to go. Wrong with that. your food, man. I just shut down the show. I don't know. There is no segue to take us from what just happened. There's no way to just easily no way through that. Did you see? So. That Klingon Hitler baby. <laughs> it was disgusting. You and Matt, they would take over the world. Klingons and Hitler's mm-hmm. big babies. Sorry, I'm getting both. Clitlers. <laughs> Clitler. Where, where are Clitlers. we? All right. So what are we talking about the music? That's when your girl so. shaves one little tiny square so above her. Okay, what's... <laughs> it's the Clitler. It's the Clitler, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we just made something up. Yeah, That's I think awesome. we totally did. Oh, we can Clitler. email okay. that to it's ourselves. the Clitler. It's when you uh, have tiny little square right above. Trademark this shit, bro. Trademark 2018. Oop. Yeah. It's going to be in the name of your dildo production company. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> dude, you can sell that. So destroying destroying clits. I've already forty-three. I've talked about it in the show a million times, so if anybody opens this, obviously there's plenty of recorded documentation. <laughs> but you can sell your product at the store that I'm going to open downtown Sorry, for, all the, for all the bachelorettes. <laughs> That come to Nashville because we're like the number one bachelorette party on the spot on the East Coast. So, so I'm gonna open a place that only sells bachelorette, you know, uh, accoutrement. You know, all it's a damn good business idea. All the fucking dick straws and all the fucking dick tiaras and all that shit, and we're gonna call it the Phallus Palace. And Tony's gonna get That's rich awesome. and forget about all of us. Yeah, I invest. Yeah, seriously. I mean, you could even do it as like a like I know I know a guy that runs all the uh, like. Basically runs carts of all the swag you can get at like fairs and festivals, like glow sticks and like all that shit. You know, like that's what he does. He sells all that novelty shit. And if you like did that kind of stuff, like at a cart mm-hmm. style, you know, just to start, because obviously the, the so rent we, and the taxes. Did you know that I said yeah, that we, exactly. we wouldn't be able to afford downtown, downtown, but we, we would need to be downtown. So we just right. like, we do it like a food truck. Have it mobile. Like we a do truck. a cu- yeah. we do a dick truck. Absolutely, dude. That'd be dude, great. I Fucking literally, I literally had this conversation last town. Dick trucks. Last Saturday downtown. I was downtown for CMAs at the bars, and I literally had this exact same conversation. I can't talk. Like the exact same idea you had. I was like, because I was like, it's like, it's like a hot dog stand. I was like, it's like, what if you sold like dick shit or like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they would sell like fucking yeah. hotcakes. I mean, and, you, and they're gonna sell like ten at a time. I mean, if you have yeah. like the stock yeah. on hand to sell like maybe bride not, t-shirts and shit. If somebody, yeah. if I go downtown I next week, maybe and I see a dick cart. I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, then you can actually you can get it. You can actually get a hot dog cart, but like read only, but then call like, like you can call it, like the wiener cart, and it can actually just be fucking ball cock and ball shape. Like ice, like ice cream, like little, you know. Like, There's we'll been just, a lot we'll of dicks on this show. Like, a lot of dicks. I swear to God, we did not mean for this then, to happen, uh, you guys. Shout out to my wife real quick. I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, somebody, somebody, maybe, somebody, uh, smash a beer can no, we'll sell, real no, quick. For the, <laughs> look for the ladies. We'll sell the taco ice cream thing. Quick, somebody yeah, slap me. Great tacos. Choco tacos, though, man. Oh, that's that's some childhood. Baby, for if you're listening to this, I don't know. These guys are immature. I don't know nothing about this kind of shit. I don't know. <laughs> actually, dude, to, 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 to bring it away from dicks for a second, I actually had this idea. If with, we must, uh, I was going to talk to Ozzy about, <laughs> dude. What? There's tons of food trucks out there, right? What if? Why is is there a license to get a mobile? Like, I mean, the, uh, can you sell alcohol mobile? The like, mobile? and there's, I mean, I know you can get a license to drive with alcohol in the car, and I know that you can bring alcohol to a mobile thing, like, uh, like a limousine or a, uh, 
like one of those that, that the carts they a have food truck, boost truck, like a food but truck. I'm thinking like bar. a boost truck, yeah, like, like because I was thinking about La Mayday because yeah, Ozzy was saying that okay, so there's a bunch of breweries, local breweries that are open that maybe not be that are not in Nashville, but they're opening up tap rooms in Nashville, and I'm saying Ozzy, why can't you do that? And he's like, he doesn't want to spend the money to get a tap room in town right now. He wants to. He'd rather expand his his presence in Murfreesboro, which I, I get because he's the fucking shit out there. Right. But I was like, okay, dude, what if you don't gotta buy rent? What if we just had a May Day, a mobile May Day, where you know? I think as long as you sold closed containers, it'd be okay. But I don't think you can do it otherwise. You I feel like permitting a, for that would be a bitch. Yeah, because the thing in order to sell, you have to get a, like, like a catering license or something in order to sell, and it has to be attached to an address, like a premises. So I don't know if you could actually get it for a truck. Yeah, I've done at this special point. events before. You had to do like close off areas and really, areas yeah, you gotta have like exit signs and all kinds of shit going down. Like ID, someone to check ID. And so yeah, you basically, yeah. be an event. Uh, you couldn't have like a mobile tap room. That's I don't what I'm thinking. I, I think so. I think in Nashville right now, you'd probably have a lot of problems with that. But again, we're speculating. Somebody researched this shit. We trying to get drunk on the go. Because, for instance, like, I don't even think Nolan like the, uh, the Pedal Taverns, the, the bane of every downtown work ex- worker's existence. Fuck Pedal I don't, Taverns. I don't, think, I don't think the Pedal, t- pedal Taverns can't actually serve booze. They ha- you have to bring your own booze. Yeah. And then you can, while you're on that tavern, because they have a special license, can drink your own booze, but they can't sell you That's booze. That's so stupid. Why would you bring yeah, your own booze? $25, $30 Yeah, they do. They all, you get, like, you, they all bring a cooler of booze with them, and they serve them their own booze. That's basically what happens on the Pedal Taverns. Oh, really? I, yeah. thought, it was, I thought there was a keg of beer on there. No, that. they don't serve it. No shit. I'm pretty damn Fuck sure. Fuck that shit. Pretty damn sure. You I don't want to exercise all, and we, drink anymore. We all yet. talk shit about Pedal Tavern because we live in this town and we have to deal with it, but... If somebody from Pedal Tavern is listening and they want to come on the show and prove us wrong, uh, <laughs> yes, tell us please. that you serve beer because that please that makes it better. I would be super interested to talk to a pedal driver, a pedal tavern driver. I, I, would, sh- I, I, I work; I, they pass by me all day, and I never just go up and ask him. I should just go up and ask him and be like, "Yo, do you guys actually?" They serve have to have like I'm a re- pretty sure they don't. They have to be annoyed. Imagine if we're annoyed by them riding around town. Imagine how much, how much and how much how annoyed the driver must oh, be. Dude, with, like, yeah, it's that moment as a server or a bartender when one of your friends comes back and says, "We have to go sing the birthday song," but all. All fucking day. All day. All fucking day. Like, let's go sing happy, happy birthday. You're fucking 45. And it's like, <laughs> but it's in a truck. You don't want us to celebrate this either. Because <laughs> my thoughts are like, who the fuck wants to sit beside their wife on a tr- on a thing and actually have to work out and drink beer? Like, hey, honey, this is the fucking city. She's and all like sweating out some? beer. Yeah, right? like, who wants yeah so like it's, it's the most, I feel like it's the most like ceremonious thing in the world. Because like, it's like, it's like almost like a rite of passage. If you come to Nashville and do a bachelorette thing, you have to do that. It's like, because it's not fun. You're drinking no, you your don't. own booze. No, you don't. Anybody yeah. listening to By the to way, you don't. Don't come yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's almost like they feel like they have to because they came here for this purpose, so they have to do it's that. It's like, you feel like you have to so. go to the Pale Tavern. I think, uh, I think Chris is crushing beer cans right now just to bring a little bit just less a, dick yeah, to yeah, the show. Make sure More manly testosterone in the room, you know. Sorry, what did you say? You're crushing beer cans to bring more manliness. Sorry, I couldn't hear you over all my manliness. Somebody slap my face quick. Please. <laughs> slap that man in the balls. Smack competition starts now. It was funny because we were talking in the, in the break about the sunglass thing. And I was joking around because, like, you could tell what a man does for hobbies by his cheapo sunglasses. Because all mine are handouts from, like, uh, liquor companies. So you could tell I spent you could tell I spent a lot of time at bars, you know, because they're all like Blue Chair Bay or something like that, f- uh, Fireball. But then if you see a guy with a pair of sunglasses, and they're all like, you know, if they're all like uh, tractor companies or like seed companies, you know, this guy must be a farmer. Or if you see like, or you see like uh like my one of my best friends back home used to be a uh, wakeboarder, so I had a lot of like gear, like koozies and sunglasses from like wakeboard boat companies and yep. stuff. So you, you can tell what people's hobbies are by their koozies and their cheapo sunglasses. Absolutely, yes, yes. absolutely. Or I don't they know, work. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That's true. Because okay, so so I don't give a fuck about brand names. Like 
the shirts and pants. You see me rocking black on black or blue on blue or something like that. Cause I'm not, you're not paying me. I'm not representing your shit because I probably wouldn't want your money either way it goes. Cause you probably have some kind of crazy ass ideals in me doing it. But I will say that I splurge on shoes, sunglasses and hats. Like you'll see me all black, no matter what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But but they're always really weird shit. Like I'll rock some Gucci shit. I'll rock some Ray Ban shit. I'll rock some Tommy shit. I'll rock some. I mean all kinds of and like my son. So if you were just to judge me about my sunglasses, you'd be like, that man has got his act together. And I think anybody that knows me know that's absolute horse shit. Be like that man's got fantastic sunglasses and an attitude problem. <laughs> but it's their cheap sunglasses. Yeah, you yeah. Did say they're cheap sunglasses. Not mine. My shit is. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm saying, so. But in that, in that, I want good sunglasses. And actually, I don't. I've just recently gotten into wearing the cheapos because my favorite sunglasses... I've, I've worn Aviator since I was a kid. If people listen to the show know the story, but my, my grandpa, when I was a little kid, gave me... My grandpa was a pilot and gave me his... Uh, he used to have a, like a biplane, like the outside, where you fly outside of the plane. Yeah. So their real aviators have like a loop on the ears to hang around your ears so that they don't fly up your face when you're, when you're going, you know, however many miles an hour they're up there flying around. So when I was a little kid... He gave me his aviators that were all like big on my face and everything, and I got pictures of me as a little kid wearing my grandpa's aviators. And ever my whole life, I've just worn aviators because it reminds me of my grandpa. And like the old school gold and green, that's the only ones I like. Nice. And uh, so I've just always worn aviators before they were cool, and then they got cool and made me look even because I wasn't the weirdo anymore that just wore aviators. But so I, but I've always wanted a nice pair of Ray Bans or something like that. But my problem is, dude, I fucking. I take them off. I put them on the bar. I put That's them at the me. restaurant. That's fucking fans. Well, I, I used to do the same shit with bullshit. But but once you once you get right a good now, one, like scared. I'm not gonna go spend five hundred dollars on a watch and set it on the thing or like leave it. Like True. when you invest True. in shit like yeah. that, you know, it's like when you get your first, you get a really really nice laptop and that laptop goes down. Some people go out and get a little beater. It's like one hundred twenty five dollars. When you get your real laptop back, you're like, oh cool cool cool. And this other one becomes a fucking paperweight. But it's like when that's what you got when you really drop the money on that one nice joint. You really see, I don't, yeah, see, I don't know, because like, where I'm from, I'm from Virginia Beach, and, like, it's part of the culture around there. Like, if, if any place, anybody that lives in, you know, on the coast or a place with yeah. surf shop knows. I know those kids in Florida, like, like they always have their Oakleys. Everybody has yeah. their Oakleys, you know, their, their yeah. electrics, you know, all these, you know, whatever. And, like, I don't know, it was like, everybody had them, but when you lost them, it was like, oh, lost another pair of sunglasses. I'm going to go spend 100 150 bucks on another pair of sunglasses. It's like, but they just lost them. And, like, I, I grew up having, well, first, like, we had the... the the, the fake Oakleys when you could take them apart when I was real little we had you know oh, you could yeah, get the yeah. like you know like the blades and all that stuff when I was real little so like I got a pair of you know fake Oakleys and then like we would like build on as we could get the, the pieces mm-hmm. you know or whatever everybody but, had yeah. Oakleys back in the day yeah but then it was like yeah have the the, the Arnais or the Arnets whatever they are and Arnets, then it became yeah. yeah and then like I had those forever I wore those Arnais catfish forever Arnets whatever but anyway yeah like it, it's just weird like you think that when you have something that expensive in your hands, but you eventually start to take it for granted. You know, it's like, yeah. I, you know, I. It's like when you first get your year, phone, had, that first year, you treat that bitch. Or, like dude, a how about baby. a new car? It's oh, yeah. for like the first year or two. I'm still in that You baby, baby that shit? It's your baby. Yeah, and then it's shit, like. on a music tip, my pedal board. I just got this, uh, I just started using a different, uh, a different processing system. My pedal board, like, every practice for the first three months I had it, I would get a paper towel and wipe all the dust off from my shoes and, you know, all that. Just yeah, make it, yeah. uh, if there was any sweat on there, make sure you get it off. And, like, you open I opened I looked at it yesterday when I was putting it back in my case. I was like, kind of fell off on that, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Well, my justification is always, remember the story uh, for anybody that was listening at that point in the, in the conversation uh, on, on audio, the pizza oven. Mm-hmm. You know, the new pizza oven, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just prefer the old, you know, with the flavor and the seasoning into it. 
but that just is a terrible translation when you're trying to like live with your wife and like you're just a sloppy bastard. I feel so bad for my wife. Like I'll keep my car fresh. I don't give a shit. It stays fresh. I keep fresh glasses, dope ass kicks, nice hats to the best of my ability. Man, I can, man, I, I leave so many dishes and shit around. I feel, baby, I love you. Thank you. I, but you know what, Chris? I, I take I take care of all the mother shits, but sometimes my house gets a little, little sloppy. Better wash your own goddamn dishes, boy. No. Yeah. 2018, bro. Everything's automated. Bro. <laughs> you know, I will, I will say You're leaving this your shit around the studio now. I live I in think an apartment where the dishwashers almost aren't worth using, so we just kind of wash up. I do mine like I, I think I I use mine only on like like at the end of a weekend when I have, I don't feel like doing dishes all weekend, so I got a big load. But yeah. I, during the week, I just do it as I as I do some. Yeah, I tend to do that too. Like I'd, rather than let it pile up, just hand wash. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not one, I, that I, one dish. I'm not gonna lie. I don't do it that night. I'll wait till like the next oh, day. Yeah. And then, of course not. Yeah. Why would you? You, you don't have help. to. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm a fucking adult American. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Be real about this. Fucking adult Americans. I'll drink to that. First right. world dishwashing. I know, right? That's the first world problem. We're like, oh, our our automated dishwashers. They're just too much. They're just not good enough. All right, guys. Well, we've gone. Uh, I can tell. I, I can tell when we when Chris is getting a little tired of talking because he looks at the time on the. On the no, screen I just know. I just know. I know when it's been. When it's he's been a musician fun. at heart, baby. It's he's been a couple hours. Time. He knows yeah. what it is, and he's a drummer. He's looking at it. We can go like, all night, but I just want a motherfucking cigarette. We can take another break oh, and come back. Go I don't give a shit. All night with Christopher M. Hughes. With the Tony's trying to go. Tony's trying to go to Priming's to get a cigar, though. No, Chris is trying to get off the mic because he has a, a, you know, something to do later. I'm not going to bust him out. But me. No, Me? Chris, Chris. Oh. oh, I got something to do. Man, I got my wife. I got my. I picked my wife up. She got a flight in today from uh from Let's just Pennsylvania. Say it's actually not what you think it is, but shit. I'll talk. <laughs> Y'all can leave and go somewhere else. I'll sit in here. By that's myself, laundry. It's laundry. That's what I have to do talking. later. It's laundry. No, actually, I Words. literally might put a load. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's so. getting close to that time, can we give a shout out, Tony? Is that please do? Please wrap up thing, last minute boy. plugs and everything. Last minute, real quick, want to give mad love to Sam Welch for throwing the festival that we're about to get down Sam with. Sam Bucket, Bucket Blast Fest. Uh, we 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 plugged that up. Um, mad love to Rob Figueroa, our producer out in L.A., uh, trying to really bring it out together, doing the damn thing. Uh, mad love to the Cobra coming at them. Um, Hey, uh, thank you guys for uh, coming out to the show on Sunday because it was a blast. Uh, because this is airing Friday after our show on Sunday, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank you guys, man. It was great seeing you all That's there, and uh, we had a great time. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> let everybody know one more time where they can find you. Ah, uh, yeah, we can totally be found on all the uh, social media sites. Uh, we're on uh, Facebook, Man Behind the Curtain Music. If you just want to type it in or just search for us, Man Behind the Curtain. We're the only band called Man Behind the Curtain. And not fuck iTunes because we sell shit. No, we're all about some iTunes, man. man. Yeah, you can find curtain. us on. Uh, you can find our music fuck on iTunes. iTunes. You can find us on uh, <laughs> Spotify, the the Pandora's, iTunes Japan. We're, we're there. Um, is that like another? Is that really a thing? That's a thing. Yeah, for sure. Like if you go through. Uh, if you go through like a digital distribution company, they, like, they give you a list of all the stuff you're on. Like iTunes Japan is totally different. The worldwide web is Europe. not really worldwide anymore. Now there's like a bunch of different people. Like I just look. Right, it's like a whole bunch of different internets that I can't are even that play talk a, sometimes. I can't play a yeah. goddamn DVD from the UK. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they got their own formats. All comes from this plugs in the walls. Remember the plugs in the walls? Like it's still probably the same thing. Different Crazy plugs when you go to the. Right, it's all. I haven't been to Europe. I've never been to Europe. That's it's all the that. same current, but if you just you got to shape your plug different. Why you got to shape your plug? Why different? you got to shape your plug, plug different? different? I think it's our fault. I think it really is. Actually, it is, is our know? fault. Like, yeah. we, we, they came. First. Like we're the ones that turned away from the metric system. You know, it's like. Eh. 
Yeah. It's like, let's count differently just to be dicks. Also, <laughs> by the way, you can follow us on Instagram at MBTC Band. Uh, you can also follow us on Snapchat by the same thing. We're going to start throwing a little bit more and the shit twit, there. And the Twitters. And the Twitters. Anybody that's interested in what we do, we're working on a, a nice little EP. It could turn into an LP, but expect to see a lot of shit with us. we got some good collaborations coming up with some fantastic engineers, fantastic uh, video folks. Mad love and appreciation to uh, Madison, uh, our photographer. Uh, I told her I'd give her a shout-out. If you're a young musician or you're a young professional, you're trying to get some good photos done, she has taken care of us. She's been I'm actually looking for a photographer right now. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Madison <laughs> Mary. Madison <laughs> Mary, no doubt. She's, she's, uh, she does good work. She's young. She's hungry. Yeah. Um, Chris I, trying to get some risque pictures. I mean, done can I, is she really hungry? Can I pay her in Big Macs? No. Oh. No, 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 no. Okay, no. I'm just curious. Uh, no, I got, I got to look out for my people. But let me tell you, uh, the, the, the quality of Apparently work you'll get from this young lady is, God, is, is the worst joke don't, don't settle <laughs> for some uh, some boring-ass still person that comes up with like a little cookie cutter. Here's the white backdrop. Here is an oak tree. No, get something unique. Hit Madison Mary up. Much love to her. Uh, Tommy T. Lambino. Man, I love to my man Jay Diz. He's our crowd guy, security, running everything. So, yeah, just want to throw some shout-outs to the ones. Love you, wifey. Shout out to Andrew Hunt, who yeah. could be our bass player, sleeping mm-hmm. ass bastard. Yeah, he's been at work <laughs> since 4 a.m. It wasn't it wasn't happening for him. He's like, I couldn't add anything. I, I, I just I can't. I'm like, it's, it's okay. For those who don't know, our <laughs> bass player is, uh, is an analyst, and he's one of those really, really smart motherfuckers. So you see him drinking a PBR, and you look at him, you're like, oh, that dude's probably just some weird fat kid. But in actuality, he's smarter than everybody else in that goddamn room, and we're lucky to have him. So much love, you, brother. Yeah. I'm sorry you couldn't be here. He's the best damn bass player I might have ever heard. He's insane. He's fucking nice. phenomenal. Anyway, yeah, check us out, man. Man behind the curtain. Man behind the curtain. Spotify, yeah, ch- all that these, good stuff. Check these guys out, man. I've seen them live, and they and you nope. guys are kicking. Nope. You guys are always doing stuff. So, uh, yeah, ch- make sure. We're, we're, we're trying to give something a little different. So yeah, yeah, if you're if you're into something a little different, but you like but you like that you know aggressive rock, bring it. It's, if you're not into something it. a little different, then you're you're at the wrong podcast. Who's, who's, there you go. There you go. So, um, and then with that, uh, the last thing I want to end this on is uh, we're going to provide a link if you want to check out some of our merchandise. We got some cool designs coming at you. We got some basic stuff up right this second. Uh, we'll we'll have a link on this uh, the release of this where you can check out our shirts, hats, lighters, all kinds of old stuff. So uh, it's a merch on demand company that'll make you anything you want. But yeah, uh, yeah, you need to come out to that next show when you hear about us because exclusive. And we're going to drop links to all the stuff you guys said on the landing page for this episode. So uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll double tap on all that. So, yeah, thank you guys again. Man, yeah, thank you for having us. It's been awesome. It's been a great time. So much. You, did say some, day. you did say something earlier, though, that was um, about the photography thing. Mm-hmm. Madison Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, she, I, I know where it's Paige. She actually she is um, working with our old manager, Thomas, and they're just trying to get a little small business up and running. But everything I see from her, like her, her portfolio, if her portfolio expands weekly, and I see these amazing pictures, great vision, uh, I will absolutely link you guys up with her uh, before we get out of the sure. studio tonight. What's her name again? Madison Mary. So, because me and Chris were thinking, up, girl? Um, you know, maybe like, Take some photos. fingers through a chain link fence, Finger or maybe, maybe walking down a, 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 a uh, railroad tunnel, you know. I don't Just that's yes. Maybe maybe up, 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 as long as, as, as maybe serious looking as possible. Maybe yeah. up against maybe up against a brick wall with some graffiti sure. on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Go a, find those uh, the angel wings. Yeah, yeah. Downtown. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah maybe like um some tight tight jeans, just super oh. tight. Oh, dude, just oh skinny jeans. Way. If you don't oh. peel the them off, I can't mess with you. Every time you get that future so hope, future full of hope. But um tight tight jeans and Chelsea boots so that your feet look huge. 
against yeah. with your tiny ass ankles. Fuck that oh, yeah. pumps, bro. 92, 93 <laughs> pumps with some skinny jeans and a medium ass shirt and a mullet. That sounds. Mm-hmm. Don't question me. Pretty, pretty. What is questioning? I'm just. I'm actually trying to put this outfit and hair together in my mind. Took me a second. That actually, is what she said. That's what Pat said. Somebody I mean, had to you know, fuck it up. When she woke up in the morning and was getting ready for work. Yeah. Feels like a good place to end the show right here. Your mother's a wonderful <laughs> lady. She's a wonderful lady. On that note, darlings, have fun. Good night. See you guys next week. Yeah.